0: So, we're in a series called, Who Do You Think You Are? And in this series, we're talking about our identity in Christ, who we are in Him, said how important it is for us to know this so we can experience the full and abundant now and forever life that Jesus has come for us to have. Um, We have a very real enemy who I've said is the master of identity theft. He's trying to steal that life away from us, so we need to understand Um, who we are, how we fit, uh, how the Holy Spirit is moving in us and through us and uh, all these things so that we can experience this amazing life that He has for us. Right now we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit and uh, we've talked over the last few weeks about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness and this week we're going to talk about faithfulness and what that means. Very important aspect of this entire process. So that's where we're headed. That's the intro. Transition, always a bad joke or two. People tell me my bad jokes are really bad. Let, Let me share with you some of the ones I've been texted recently and you can see that you're getting the best of the group, really. Why did the cranberries turn red? Because they saw the turkey dressing. I have to deal with this. A few weeks ago I got this one. Why will you never starve in the desert? Because of the sand which is there. This last one, I like this one, but it's regional. Some of you are going to really like it and some will be like me. What do you say of a young man living in Idaho that does something unintelligent? Boise stupid. (laughs) Scripture reading, Boise Idaho. It's a place. <laughs> scripture reading. Galatians five twenty two twenty three. 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Blessed be the word of the Lord. That has been our Scripture reading for the last six or seven weeks for this reason. I want, I want you to know that one. I want that one to resonate inside of you. And for this purpose. See, oftentimes we, we read this and we think, well, those are the things that I should be aspiring to. But the, the reality is the, the fruit of the Spirit is what is developed in us by the Spirit is what happens in us when our lives are yielded to Him. So we should, as believers in Christ, be experiencing these things already. And what this means to me, and really been spending these last uh, this series talking about this, what it means to me is that when I'm not there, uh, if I'm not being particularly loving or having a measure of joy or peace in my life, if I'm being impatient, if I'm unkind, that, that what that tells me is that I'm out of step with the Spirit. And, and that I need to reconnect in a way. So it's more of me, uh, more to me, an indicator or a warning light of something that's not quite right on my end. And so, rather than just, go, oh well, you know, I have to be more patient, or I, you know, I'm not loving enough, or the same things we sometimes say. It means that what I need to do is just get a little more connected. I'm off track. It's it's letting me know. It's a it's a the Holy Spirit way of letting you know I'm I'm a little out of step. And he's encouraged me to get back in step. And so in step then, these things in some measure, and none of us are perfect at this, okay? Because we've got a lot of stuff going on. But at some measure, I should be somewhat loving. I should have some measure of joy and peace in my life. There should be some patience within me. Kindness should be something that happens. Goodness. And now today, we're going to talk about faithfulness. So what is faithfulness? That's point number one in your notes. What is faithfulness. Again, that verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Faithfulness, it's, it's believing that God is who He says He is and continuing in that belief despite sometimes walking through the struggles and challenges that we face here in a broken planet, fallen world, and all those things. It Practically, it sort of means that we trust what God says in the Bible. We trust that He will work everything out for our good. We, we trust that He will work His will in us. We, we trust that uh, our situation on earth is nothing compared to our future reward in heaven. And, and the only way that we can have this faithfulness is by the Holy Spirit's influence. He, he testifies to the truth and He impels us to seek more of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit actually is making us faithful as we yield to Him. And if, if you don't hear me say anything else today, let this one sink in. Faithfulness affects every relationship that we have. Faithfulness affects every relationship we have. It affects our relationship with God and it affects every relationship we have with the people that we're involved. That's why faithfulness is such a big deal. And why it matters and and why it needs to be, uh, you know, we need to allow the Spirit to continue to help us to be faithful people. Here's a a, a uh, definition I like. Faithfulness is the Christ-like quality of dependability. Stability in our relationship with God and reliability in our relationship with others. That's a really good picture of faithfulness. Stability in our relationship with God. Staying connected, pressing in, knowing His presence. And then a reliability in our relationship with other. The people would consider us reliable, that they understand that, that we, we know how important it is to be there for them and to be true to them and have integrity in our relationships and that it matters to us and it's significant to us in the process. And so that's the idea of faithfulness. Now, God is amazingly faithful to us, and and we could do years worth of sermons about the faithfulness of God. But there's a few verses that I wanted to uh, share with you about the faithfulness of God. That's point number two. Uh, And talk about the faithfulness of God with you. You know, Alice and I we have coffee pretty much every morning early. We we sit out on a little patio and we'll have a cup of coffee and. We generally are watching the sun uh, come up i 'm a very early riser, and she um, she gets up fairly early and so we 'll have a cup of coffee together and uh, What happens is almost every day one of us will begin to just in our discussion talk about the amazing faithfulness of god how how amazing he 's been to us we we look back on our lives and, and we'll often say but we can't fathom um, where He's brought us. When uh, you, you know, you, You've only known us, most of you, this way. Um, but if you knew us 30 plus years ago, um, what God has done is, is amazing in us. And we know it's Him. We, we are so grateful for what He's done and the relationship that we have and our relationship with Him and our relationship with our family and our relationship with, with all of you. That, that's something that is a picture of the faithfulness of God. And, and it's, it's amazing, and in some measure, that will come up in, in our discussion. Often I will say, I just can't believe it, that, that this is, you know, what's going on. And, and it's, it's amazing, see, because he's faithful, he's true. And, and through all the really good times and through the difficult seasons, we've experienced both, he's been faithful, and he's proved himself faithful, and he, and he will be till the end. And so, you know, I, one of the things I want to encourage you is this week, think about his faithfulness to you. And let it be up near the top of your, your daily sort of routine that you think about the faithfulness of God. Um, but there's some great scripture I want to share with you, First Peter 4.19. So then, uh, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful Creator and continue to do good. So one of the amazing ways we see His faithfulness is in the very order of creation itself. The way He put everything together the the way he designed everything so intricately the just I I hope that you're fascinated by what he's done from, from you know here I often talk about how amazing it is to, you know, we get to live here and we get to enjoy the the scenery and the views and being out on the water and the and the you know the the fish and everything that's there and the bird life and just the, how fascinating sunsets and sunrises are here and it's an amazing thing. But but really you know wh- wherever you're from, Alice and I traveled out west for a little while this this uh, year and we were out in Seattle and we were in Alaska and we got to see you know a whole different uh, picture from what we've seen. Still lots of water, but you know. Um, uh, mountains and glaciers and different wildlife and eagles and whales and just fascinating to watch creation and what God has done and see how He's weaved it all together. It's amazing and times at night when you look up in the in the, scar, in the stars, you know, in the sky and how amazing it is and how it all works together and how He's got the planet spinning around just right and how, you know, we're here and there's a thing called gravity because He put it there so we don't just go flying off. And uh, all those things and I look at those things and I'm amazed at what He's done. And I, I realize as I look out at like a, a sunset or a sunrise, that the colors that are there, that He put them there for us to enjoy. And He gave us the ability to see colors. You, you think about it. Cre- it didn't have to be that. Monochrome would have worked. Uh, but He wanted us to enjoy all this amazing stuff. And so we see in colors. I, I think about, you know, a taste that he's given us the ability to taste things, that, that food has, you know, variety of tastes and flavors so that we can enjoy it. Didn't have to be that way. Could all just been tofu. We just need fuel. You just need fuel to keep it going. And if you like tofu, I'm sorry. Uh, and there'll be a special class for you later. Yeah, you can make tofu taste like whatever you want. So it's good. Put some cheese on it. Um, you melt some cheese on it. Deep fry it? Yes, now we're talking. <laughs> I'm, I digress. So, but you think, I mean, because He wants us to enjoy fellowship and sitting at a table and, and, and have those, those things together, that's the faithfulness of our Creator. He, he wants us to experience life in amazing ways, full and abundant now and forever uh, in, in this process. And so I think about His faithfulness and I see it in the very creation itself. I think about Psalm 119, 138. It says, the statutes you have laid down are righteous. They are fully trustworthy. That that God always keeps His Word and His promises. God is so faithful to do what He said. We can read His Word and we can see where He said He would do things and He's done them, which, you know, lets us know that the things that are, we're waiting to happen, He's faithful and they will happen. And so we, we know the promise we have of a future and, and we know all the amazing things that, that He's given us are, are yes and amen. We can trust Him because He's faithful and that He's kept this for us, His Word. So it's, we have it and we can experience it in so many different ways. Um, 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So this is really important that you understand this. Um, temptation, you know, it's a fallen world, broken planet, will happen... Uh, and, and we come to those places throughout our days where we have to choose if we're going to yield to the Spirit and follow after Him or if we're going to go our own direction. But i got to tell you, whenever that there, whenever that temptation, there, whenever it's there, there is always a way out for you that God has provided. Always, always, always. You can never say there wasn't a way out. There always is. And what you need to do when you're moving through those situations, just look for it and wait on it and go in that way. He's faithful. He's got you. He wants you to have the best possible life that you can have. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 The Lord is faithful and He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. So we're engaged in a very real battle here with a very real enemy. But He's with us and He's for us and He's got us and He's uh, equipped us and we have the armor of God that we can walk in so that that we can have victory now in this process against the enemy and He wants us to live that way. To, to live, you know, full lives, not defeated lives, but to live lives that make a difference in the world around us, for us and for Him, and, and for the very world itself. God is faithful in all this process. One of my favorite verses, Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail, they are new, every morning. Great is your faithfulness. That, that passage is where that great hymn comes from. And when I, when I think about faithfulness, that, that hymn just keeps running through my mind. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. You know, he's so faithful, and he's so real and true, and you can trust him, and he wants you to know that, that that he's with you and for you and that he has you. And so out of that realization then comes our faithfulness. How, how is our faithfulness expressed? That's point number three. What does it look like? How do we know when we're walking in it? Well, little letter A under there is about us being faithful to Him, about being faithful to God. And, and you know, that comes as a response to His faithful to us, to us as we allow the Holy Spirit to continue to move in us. And he, the Holy Spirit Himself helps us to be faithful and that, that means you know we're we're to be and live like believers. It's something that we're to do, not just every now and again, not just on a one day a week, but throughout the course of our days. That we understand how amazing it is that, that we're in this relationship with, with God in such a powerful way. And and that we we take it as most important. Matthew six thirty three. I have it on the I say a lot of my verses are my favorite as I read them, because they are. But that one actually made it onto our wall and has been there for like 30 years. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. See, it's, a, it's there because it's a priority word. So this is first. First, what you need to do, your priority, seek first His kingdom, His rule, His reign in your life and His righteousness, His way of living. And then He takes care of everything else. If you read that verse in context, it's saying, listen, don't worry about all this stuff. Just do this. Focus on me. Make me first. And I've got you in this process. And that's so important for us to understand it's about Him. Most of the struggles that we face in this whole thing is, is in yielding to the Holy Spirit is that that really is another picture of making sure He's the center of the story and you're not. It's, a, it's His story. He invites you into it. I've said you that, but I want you to get it. You know, that's where life is. They invited into His story as the adjective describing Jesus as the noun of the story. And that's where we find life. And He's inviting us in to this amazing journey. And it needs to be the focus in the center of our lives. Now, the ways that that comes out, that whole picture, one of the ways, and I want to encourage you again while I have a moment, is that as part of this putting Him first every day, I want to encourage you again to make sure that you're spending time reading his word, spending some time in prayer. Let me tell you why this is so important. Our enemy crafty and he does not want you doing those two things that I just said. He doesn't want you praying and He doesn't want you spending time in the Word. He knows the Word and what He does is He uses it out of context against you. We saw that last week when we looked at the temptations. And so if you don't know this Word, then even the, our very enemy can use it against us. So we need to know His Word. We, we need to make it a, a part of our life. It needs to be our, our passion, if you would. I, 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 you just If you just read the Word because, oh, you Pastor Steve says, I have to read the Word, you're missing the, the amazing beauty of what's going on in the inspired Word of God. And, and it should call you. And the enemy is trying to distract you. And so, so many things happen to try and keep you from it. And you know what I'm talking about. You, oh, I need to, I need to make sure I get some time in the Word and all of a sudden something else happens or something pops up online or you get distracted by this flashy thing or that flashy thing or a phone call or you're tired or whatever. I'll do it later and then you don't get to it. And if, I think if you'll take in to your knower that that's the enemy tricking you and you just say, you know what, I I get so tired of the damage and the destruction and the hurt in people's lives because of the enemy and what he's done that I don't want to yield to him anything else. I don't want to yield to him another moment. I just want to press in, see, and it's from that 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 we can engage then in the scripture and in prayer in a way that makes a difference. So I want to encourage you, just reach out, kindle that passion again five minutes five minutes is so much better than no minutes and hopefully that five would lead to ten and and from there at some level but but start there don't overstretch just start somewhere and know how important it is and it's a picture of our faithfulness then going back to him the holy spirit is is moving you in that direction yield to him and spend time in his word spend time in prayer there's something about just listening for the lord speaking to him certainly but listening and He's so actively involved in our lives and we so often miss what He's doing and if we'll just listen a little bit, suddenly throughout the day you, these things start to happen and you'll see someone over there and you'll, you'll be able to stop for a second and reach out and say something or, or maybe you can't, but you'll pray for them and that's a difference and another situation will happen and you'll, you'll move over there and you'll see God do something fantastic because of, He's actively involved but we, we're not often yielded to the point where we're engaging in it. And see, that's where life is, so I want to encourage you again, make sure you're spending some time in this amazing Word that He's given us and some time in prayer every day. And then B, we have to be faithful to others. And, and again, this is us getting out of the center of the story and realizing how important people are to God, all people. Uh, Paul said this in Philippians 2, 3 and 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit but in humility. Consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. I love what Paul says here. What he's saying is, listen, uh, it, it, it's about him and his amazing love for people. It's about you as well. You know, he includes you in there. Look not only to your own. You have to look to your own interests at some level, trusting him. But, but we need to understand how important people are. It's not all about us. And, and that they matter to God, and so they, they need to matter to us. And, and that it just can't be all about us. And so we, this idea of faithfulness, I think ultimately what it does is it gets us back to loving God all in and loving our neighbors as ourselves, which Jesus said was the most important thing. That, that's sort of a picture of this idea of faithfulness in our relationship with Him and in our relationship with others. So this week, think about those things. Think about His faithfulness to you and, and let's add now to love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness.